Episode 37. This one's going to be a little bit different. Still might be less than 10 minutes. It might go a little bit more, but we're going to try this as a format where there's going to be three different segments throughout this episode, all three touching on a different subject matter. It's essentially going to be three of the episodes I normally do rolled into one, broken up into segments, and we're going to see how this rolls. So hopefully for the 37th episode, you enjoy it. Welcome to the Dynamic Wit Comedy Show. All right, here we go. 37th episode of Dynamic Wit Comedy Podcast. Real quick, there is a comedy night happening October 27th here in St. George, Utah at the Social District. So it's kind of like an open mic for some laughs. So if anyone's wanting to try comedy and, and try their hand in it, Come check that out. Uh, anyone who's experiencing comedy wants to come do a few minutes, please do. The guy who's putting it on sounds like a good guy. We're excited to have some stage time happening here in St. George. Um, okay, so this being a comedy podcast, and I'm trying to grow some listeners, let's just talk about something that we can all agree is hilarious. Death. Okay, okay, not everybody agrees. It's a touchy subject, and it's touchy because the concept of of death really isn't funny. It's tragic. But the way I feel about death is the way I feel about everything else. It's not funny until it is. Uh, There's nothing funny about blank. (laughs) Any form of that. Know that I hate you to your core. I've already mentioned the story on this podcast about a convicted rapist who was hit and killed by a runaway trailer while he was watching porn. That is funny. I don't care who you are. That's a funny article to read. But let's get a little more personal. I've lost someone close. You've lost someone close. And if you haven't, well, start telling your grandma you love her because her time is coming. I don't remember what I've all said on this podcast, but you know that my mom died and you know that my older sister and I have a horrible sense of humor when it comes to us talking about our mom dying. We've already done our crying, so the only thing to do about it at this point is laugh. And we're not making fun of her for dying, but we do make fun of some situations where, you know, mom is dead. We're at that point now where if one of us says something about our mom, we know the other person is going to have a horrible response coming right back. I've probably already told you this story, but I sent her a text once a few years ago said, hey, it's mom's birthday today, or it would have been mom's birthday today, to which she responded, good thing she's dead because I didn't buy her shit. And let's revisit that poem she sent me on Mother's Day, where it said, roses are red, violets are blue, my mom is dead, but yours is too. To which I responded, but if mom were alive, what would she do? I've been to jail and you have tattoos. This world has gone crazy. That can't be denied. At the end of the day, mom's glad she died. Look, feel however you want to feel. When you experience death of someone close or a relative or a friend or even a pet, which, by the way, pets dying, family dying, both sad, not the same thing. 
Until you can bury your relative in your backyard with no one asking questions, you can't count your pet as a human. No disrespect to anyone who's ever cried over the loss of a pet. I cried because we donated a dog once. I get it, but it's not the same. Feel how you want to feel. Grieve how you need to grieve. And then when it's time to laugh, and if something strikes you funny about it, don't feel bad about laughing about it. Don't feel bad about enjoying a moment. You want to honor the person who's died. Honor them by living your life and finding joy in your life and laughing at things, even if those things are horrible. Laughter is not a controlled thing. If you are in a situation where you're not trying to laugh or you're trying not to laugh, but something's striking you funny and you're trying to hold your laughter back, guess what? Laughter is going to push harder and it's going to be even more funny. It's called the 2 a.m.s. You're supposed to be quiet at 2 a.m. Something funny happens. You're going to spit milk out your nose because you cannot control it. So why would you try and control it even if it's about something tragic? That's my point. All right. Let's talk about the second segment here. Uh, In the second segment here, congratulations to whoever hacked my Instagram last week, which according to what I've read in the reports I got back from Instagram, it came from an iPhone from someone up in Canada, some sort of goat humper up in Canada, hacked my Instagram. And they sent a, a, a DM to most of my followers asking if they could send them the new clothing and product line that I was supposedly going to be launching on October 12th, which by the way is tomorrow. And then they also posted a bunch of pictures of me holding a bunch of cash somehow and buying a new truck also somehow. And these pictures clearly weren't of me, but they had dubbed them down, taking my personal pictures off Instagram and combined them together to make it look like I was making a bunch of money off of crypto. Allow me to share my response to everyone because I got my account back uh, about 30 hours after it was hacked. And so I posted a response because anytime someone responded to these hackers, it saved in my DMs and I could see a lot of it. So this was my uh, response the next day. Important notice. Last night, this account was hacked. The hacker posed as me and tried to send several of you some sort of crypto or clothing line that he said I had developed. Well, he also posted pictures of me with cash and a new truck. Some of you responded to the messages and defended me knowing it was a hacker. Some of you used offensive language and I love you for it. But one of you told the scammer that even though you thought he was an awful person, you wished him well and that he would turn his life around and make better decisions. To you, I say, block me. You're too good of a person to be friends with me because I hope the worst for that asshole. Now, to those of you who responded and congratulated me for my new clothing line, shame on you. You've seen how I dress. None of you have ever asked where I get my pit-stained gray t-shirts or my misfit button-up Walmart shirts. I'm a walking Walmart catalog. A new clothing line from Chase McPhee? Come on now. Be better. And as for the post of the cash and the new truck, look, man, 
That is some small dick energy. Now, I'm not saying I'm the most endowed man ever, but let's just say this. I have no shame driving my used minivan to my comedy gigs. All of that is to say thank you to everyone who stood up for me, and I apologize for whatever inconvenience the scammer caused you. Which brings us to our final segment of this, the 37th episode of Dynamic Comedy. We're going to talk a little bit about sports. This is going to be a new segment that I do probably at least once a week. We're going to discuss some sort of sportsing, as my wife would call it. This week, the game we're going to talk about was the 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Sunday night, Dallas Cowboys went into San Francisco hoping to gain dominance over them and show that they were the big swinging dick in the NFC. Well, Big Cock Brock said no. Brock Purdy and the 49ers went on to win 42-10, to and that's because they stopped playing at the end of the third quarter. I don't hate a lot of sports teams, but the Dallas Cowboys do fall into that category. Dallas Cowboys, BYU, Kentucky Wildcats, New York Yankees. That's all an elite group of entitled fan bases. So anytime one of those teams loses, it's fun for me, period. But anytime one of those teams lose to the hand of one of my favorite teams, I feel like I'm winning twice. And I love any time that uh, a Dallas Cowboy, I meet a Dallas Cowboys fan and he claims to be an encyclopedia, a Dallas Cowboys encyclopedia. Well, that's good. Because an encyclopedia is the only place that the Dallas Cowboys are even successful. Hey, let's have another poem. Roses are red, violets are blue, Niners are 5-0, and Cowboys are 3-2. and And as long as Jerry Jones is there making decisions, nothing will ever change in Dallas. Jerry puts the Jerry in geriatric. At the start of this episode, we talked about death. When we're talking about Jerry Jones, we can't help but feel death is probably pretty close. You know you're in bad shape when you make Joe Biden look capable. Hey, just because I made that joke doesn't mean that I'm a right-winged Republican voting for Trump to make America racist again. The only reason I bring up politics is because I hope the government listens to everything we do, including this podcast, because I need all the clicks I can get. (laughs) 